mean this was some sort of a game? Hello and welcome to another episode of 49 Undefeated and I'm joined by Michelle. How is it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It has been a while. but It has been a hot minute. Every time we've, we've gone to do it, we've gone, oh, maybe this isn't the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been some there's been some highs and there's definitely been some lows, um, <laughs> but we wanted to focus more on the highs. Yeah, definitely. Why not after the week we've had? With the team at the Emirates and in London, yeah, definitely. What a week! What a week! It was an amazing week. It was absolutely amazing week. I mean, we could go through the United game, but I think maybe we just generally chat about what's going on with the team at the moment because it has what? just been. It is. I mean, if we if you think back a few games ago, and we lost three under balance and to teams that you just wouldn't have thought we would have maybe dropped a couple points, but definitely not lost all three. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I foresaw Palace maybe being a bit of a banana skin because they're mm. tough. They're a hard team to play, but I thought Southampton and Brighton, I thought that should have been well wrapped up and I was and, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think many of us was. I mean, I think that the added thing that um, was playing on a lot of people's minds going into the Southampton was because we just, it's almost like the, I mean, not the Southampton, the Crystal Palace. The break came just at the wrong time because we had a bit of momentum and then we had a little yeah. bit of break and then we all thought, ah, oh, this Palace game coming back, Vieira night game is going to be a bit dodgy. But yeah, yeah the yeah. other two yeah. really hurt. The other two were just like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We, we went through a phase. It was a while ago. I mean, Wenger was still at the club, but we lost a few times to Southampton and they were looking like they might be one of our bogey teams. And then it was, mm. just seemed to get it out of our system the last few years. And then, no, not this time. Yep. No, <laughs> not this no. time. Yeah. But then, um, and then we had uh, Chelsea and then United on the horizon. And I think, well, just tell me, what was your thoughts when you saw the Chelsea team news come out? Because I think, for myself, I was thinking, oh, my gosh. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, what are you doing? I, I was surprised to see. I was surprised to see El Nenny on the team sheet instead of Lukonga. I was surprised mm-hmm. to see holding in there. I was like, oh, he's he's going to go. He's going for Jose. He just wants to go and park the bus, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It, it worked. It, <laughs> it did. Worked. It did. Um, it did. I think it took Chelsea by surprise. Yeah, and I think look, looking at it, I was thinking about it a little bit earlier as we were talking about it at home as, as kickoff happened. I was like, "This is going to be a disaster." He went, and my love was like, "It's it's going to go one of two ways. It's either Arteta doesn't know what he's doing, or he's a tactical genius." Yeah, and thinking about it, we, we went, we played City and Liverpool, and we tried to, to play our normal style of football, and it didn't work. And I think mm. Arteta looked at him and went, "We can't do that against Chelsea. We need to do something different and, and almost shock them." Yeah, and I think it did. I think they just went. Hang on, this isn't the lineup we were expecting. Yeah, yeah. When you I haven't mean, got got party fit and everything, you, you got to do what you got to do. You? So. Definitely, and I think the first five to ten minutes of that was evident of all of that because there was so much kind of tactical changes going on. Was we playing a, a back five, or was it like you know trans, transforming into back, a three yeah. with the wing backs or four? It was so much going on, and um, yeah. One of the one of the guys that came in, well, 
a few of them that came in actually played well. I didn't expect Eddie to keep his place, but I thought maybe because Laka hasn't been really doing it for the longest of times either. Yeah. I thought he might he might just keep him in there, but I was surprised about holding. I was definitely surprised to see Elneny come back into the fold because it had just been so long since. I know, but you him. know, if you think if you think about it retrospectively, though, Holding and Elneny have always been really solid squad players, and they've always stepped up when we've needed them to in these yeah. sorts of games. And there almost seems to be an acceptance from them that they're probably not going to start, but they will get game time, and it will be yeah. worth it when they do. So. I, I was yeah, I was surprised to see Eddie named instead of Martinelli at the start of the Chelsea yeah, game. Yeah, that's especially because yeah. he can be so inconsistent. Yeah, but not this week. No. He turned up this week. Whether he <laughs> wants a new contract with us or if he's putting himself in the shop window, whatever it is, it's working. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're getting the goal, so I ain't complaining. And then, like, yeah. you fast forward again onto onto the weekend, and I think off the back of the Chelsea game. Most fans were thinking, okay, we we know how difficult that game was, but we got the result. But keep it going, keep like keep the pressure on. And it's early kickoff. We know we don't normally do that well in early kickoffs, but it was just like, no. come on, just keep <laughs> especially the pressure when on. United have had the extra day of rest as well, That's which it. they had. And then they named Ronaldo in the start and 11. I was like, oh god, here we go. And yeah, I saw Jesse yeah. Lingard's name on the bench. I was like, oh no. And <laughs> But they, all, I mean, let, let's that. be clear, United United were poor in the first half. They were an embarrassment. Yeah, I mean... They were an embarrassment. They, they were bad. They, they were pretty shocking. Even in that first 10 minutes as like as an opening, they it just looked like we could get through at any time. Um, yeah. Oh, it was a joke. It was a and joke. We, it didn't even seem like we were, like, you know, having to try that hard. It, it was just like... Oh, yeah. The chances like were we had, there if we could take them. You know, when you watch like Liverpool and City and you watch them cruise and do something, you think you lot have still got a couple of gears to go through and you're still winning. Yeah. I felt like that on Saturday. I felt felt like yeah. we, we could we can still turn it up a little bit more if we needed to, you know. So yeah. That, yeah. And it, it's good to know that the team can get results against the big teams, even when they don't have party, when they don't have Tierney, when we don't, let's be honest, we don't really have a, a striker. Yeah, you know it's, it's it's good to see that that they can grind it out, and I think the Arsenal of two or three years ago probably wouldn't have had that mentality. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> there was again looking at the lineup of 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 that game. What so Holding came back out, but Cedric went back into right back position. Tavares kept his place. Elneny was kept his place, and Eddie again. No, Martinelli on bench, Smith Rowe on the left. And it was kind of like, okay, let's go again. Let's, let's, and it, and it's and it, almost it like it took have, those, yeah. it took those, those three games for Arteta to find that kind of gritty kind of team to get through this period when we are um, experiencing so much injuries. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I was thinking about Tavares the other day. We've got to talk about Tavares, haven't we? Because he we, we, <laughs> it's like being on a roller coaster watching that man. <laughs> we definitely I, I, do. Well, do, you, do you remember early in the season, Tierney picked up an injury and Tavares played so well, we were all questioned if Tierney would start. And yeah. then like the last few weeks, it's been like, what the hell? But, you know, Arteta showed a bit of faith in him. Yeah. 
He's regaining, but oh my god, I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen yesterday. I was like, is he getting sent off? Is he about to score a hat trick? I don't know. It was, yeah. it was wild. He, he's, it was wild. Um, he's, he's an erratic player, isn't he? He's just like watching him. I think the the clearest thing from watching him is that he, he's just not ready yet. And it, and I think it's similar to Lukonga, but with a, with less of the kind of erratic play. But with Lukonga. I don't think he's being dropped because he's not good enough. I just don't think he's ready yet to actually play yeah. in that midfield. But Tavares, I think there's a lot of positioning play, what to do in certain phases of the games that he, he needs to learn. Hasn't um, got yet. But then when you're not starting every week, it is hard to learn that. Yeah, yeah. It's um, hard to learn that. I mean, he, he got on the score sheet early. Um, the ball... I think he I think he had the ball to start off with and then it went back to Xhaka, crossed it over, Saka took cut inside, took a shot, and then on the back stick is Tavares. I think the difference <laughs> I think the difference is as well, when you've got White and Gabriel at the back, they're really solid. So if if the fullbacks are not quite doing the do, they're they're there for the mop-up. And actually, mm-hmm. who did we have last year? Louise and uh, 28 other central central defenders and as the, the solidness there almost allows Cedric and, and Tavares to have those slightly ropey moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I still don't like them. My heart rate was through the roof. Well, well, we speak about Tavares, but I, I mean, Cedric's game was pretty bad as well. I mean, every time... Oh, the first half wasn't great, was it? No, I mean, every time um, Sancho got the ball, it was just... It was, and there was times where he was actually giving him the ball as well. And it was just like, he's the one player that, that could probably, probably do, do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cedric, I think, in the last few weeks hasn't been that bad. But mm. yeah, boy, boy, was I pleased to see Tommy Asik come <laughs> on for those last 10 minutes. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. No, he's done a decent job. He's done a decent job. But yeah, it's just... It's yeah. not... It's not his position full-time. No, 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 no. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, going back to Tavares, I just feel like he's a kind of... I mean, Arteta was saying it after the game, wasn't he? He's just like, he just needs to support. We all know that this is, you know, to get us to the summer type thing. And then he's going to have a full season of training with the team. And hopefully, you know, with all that, added stuff under his belt he can push on but at the oh, yeah, moment there's clearly a very talented player in there that just needs a bit of training yeah <laughs> um, yeah just a bit of molding yeah yeah for sure but yeah. um so we go what was it the second goal i'm trying to think what the second goal was now um the second goal was the, the penalty oh it's the penalty penalty decision var Stepped in, and what did you make of the whole situation? Oh, I mean, it took what a, a long bloody time. It took time. a long time to get there, didn't it? Well, there was that one, and and, um, and obviously the, the Fernandez one at the other end. VAR. Yeah. Look, do you know what? We have been done over by VAR so many times this season. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. It's about time we had some luck. I don't yeah. care. A goal's a goal. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. But don't care. Yeah. No, it's I'm 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 pretty much the same. Um, there was I mean <laughs> I, I, I feel like there was a lot of decisions because even so the, there was Tavares on Nilanga. There was like 
uh, the Cedric scrambling oh. handball thing. There was a, there was a few of these kind of ooh, could that be a pen? Could that not? That went our way for a change. <laughs> like that doesn't normally that happen. Was, so I, I watched it on um on BT Sport. We're not we're not endorsing particular channels or anything, but as it were. <laughs> and you know they they always have like Peter Walton on there, and he was saying oh, like Rio man. Ferdinand was giving it some blah blah blah. And if it was you refereeing, you're hiding the rock behind the rules. And Peter Walton was like, he literally read the rules. Like, these these are the literal rules. So you might not agree with it, but actually the ref's decisions were technically in the eyes of the law correct yeah, at that point. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it didn't um, stop so, um, the the heart and mouth <laughs> at the time. Though <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, but, is it just me? Something's not right with Bruno Fernandez at the moment, is it? Yeah, there's definitely something off, and I don't really understand it because I mean, he's just got he a didn't new look contract, confident right? running up for that penalty at all. He didn't look confident running up for the penalty. Mm. I said the one. He's going to miss. He's going to miss. Yeah. And that, that naughty tackle he put in as well, like studs up. He should have gone off for that. He, he does that a couple he's just times. He's a bit whiny, isn't he? Yeah. He was lucky to be on. He's he's I, not the player he was. I, I don't know what's happened. I think I've, I've, there's there's obviously something going on in their change room, and there's there's something. obviously <laughs> clicks. There's obviously clicks, and you know what. Long may it continue, because <laughs> honestly, I don't care. <laughs> if we'd have had the Bruno Fernandes of last season playing against us, we would have been in a lot more trouble, I think. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. But um, it, it was nice. It was nice to beat them. It was, it's, you know, it's always been a real scrap and it, it was nice to beat them and Chelsea. It, it was, it doesn't yeah. happen that often for us, let's be honest. So, no, and, and the whole thing around not. Arsenal's record against the top six isn't great. Well, Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. It's pretty good now, isn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely doesn't happen back to back often. That's for sure. But I mean, the lads, uh, the lads he picked, they just repaid the faith, like all of them to a T. They, they, none of them stopped. None of them like was giving up or anything. They're just leaving it all out there on the pitch. Do you know who I really, really like at the moment? He's really going on me. Mm. Particularly in the last few years, is Martin Odegaard. I've always thought he was good. There's yeah. a little bit of, there's like a steeliness, a determinist, but it's not aggressive. He's very, very calm. And you see why he's the captain of, of his of his country at such a young age. Yeah. And um, to ask him to step up and captain the side against United is a big ask. There's a yeah. lot of rumours doing the round that he's going to get the ban next season, I think which I would not be opposed to. I think he should. Him or Tierney, yeah. but Tierney's so injury prone, bless him. He'd spend quite a bit of time to shout him from the touchline. I I would actually lean more towards um, Odegaard. I think at first I was in the TNE camp, but then I was thinking about um, the way we have been playing when TNE was in the team. And there was a period where, although TNE is having decent games and solid games, uh, well, definitely compared to (laughs) now we're, we're missing him, but there was a period when, there were still people saying, oh, he's not doing enough. He doesn't, he's not bombing up the left. And whenever he gets the ball, he's just taking the easy option and passing it back. And there was a time when I was thinking, if he is captain and he does a, those back passes often, people could just get on him. Oh, you're not showing what you need to be showing on the pitch kind of thing. Mm. Whereas I think with Odegaard, he's right in the middle of play. He he, he can dictate games. He He can pop the pass pass back when need be, can, you know, find those passes going forward. And the relationship he's had is formed with Saka. So good. 
oh my gosh <laughs> like do you know what smith row erdegaard and saka need to be starting every week together now every yeah. week yeah 100 percent. and i think yeah he, he's just that nice little pivot in the middle of the park isn't he and he just yeah Oh man, when he picks a pass, geez, you're just yeah. like, that's magic. That's and magic. It's, a, it's kind of a shame that Party got injured when he did because he, he was also forming a similar kind of relationship with Party at the same time. Yeah, and, and that Jack, Jack starting... and Party as a relationship's come yeah. on a really, really long way as well. And like, I just, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice to watch. Mm. I think Odegaard was, and he's, he went through a phase, didn't he, of having a brilliant first half and then sort of disappearing in the second half. Mm. I don't know whether it's through tiredness or whatever or the opposition figuring out his game and dampening it a bit, but it's, it's been happening less recently. Like yeah. He's present for the whole game now, and I think that's a mm. really big difference in the way he plays. So. Oh, for sure. For sure, definitely. But one guy who was in the midfield for both games, well, we'll get on to Xhaka because... He's had a great My week. main man, He's had a we'll, brilliant week. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get on to him. But El Nenny as well, he came, who's coming out of the cold for both games, he was just he was just doing the right great. thing when need be, wasn't it? It was just like yeah. he's applying the pressure. He's chasing down every ball. He's, he's popping the easy pass off when, when need be. And he's pushing forward. Like the amount of time he looks forward when trying to pass, it's great. Is, it, is his contract up soon? My correction thinking he, he could, yeah, because I was thinking about him and holding and then being really good squad players. And if, and I was thinking about why players leave clubs sometimes it's money, sometimes it's the manager, sometimes it's I want Champions League football. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. to you, Lacazette. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's, I want, um, yeah, listen, if you scored more goals, you might be in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I know. Um, <laughs> that, that's a bit mean. I do like Lacazette, but anyway. Um, and some, players like um Emmy Martin has left because he wanted enough game time to get into the international side. Now Elton Enny's always going to start for Egypt. Yeah. He's he's nailed on start for them anyway. He's always going to get the call up. He's won trophies with Arsenal. He's played mm. European football with Arsenal. And if he's happy like holding to accept that he's going to be a squad player, I'd keep him. I, 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 well, I, I heard, I'd keep him as a squad player. I heard someone say that can't remember. It was on one of the broadcasts that say that he's he was pushing for a move in January just because he wanted to play, um, mm. and Arteta because he knew he was letting Maitland Niles go, he was letting others go. He was like, "No, I'm going to bring you in. You're you're going to play a part of this season." So who knows? He might then look at it at the end of the season and say, "You know what? There's still a role for you here." Because at the end of the day. We do have a young squad and he is experienced that can come in and do a job when need be. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Firmino doesn't play every game for Liverpool. Origi doesn't play every game for Liverpool. Even mm. Milner doesn't, you know. It, and if you're happy to accept that you're going to be part of a bigger squad, I, I think he's a valuable squad player. Yeah. 100%. He, he's no, one I'd sure. keep. For sure. Um, but I'm just trying to think of a time where he had a really bad game and it's, He's had a few quiet games, but he's never had any absolute stinkers that I can no, think of. I, I think he's wrong. I think he is a kind of, well, he is kind of like our, our Milner, where you know what you're going to get from him. You're going to get an average 7 out of 10 every time he plays. He, now, he will probably misplace the old pass and whatnot, but generally, he's going to have a decent game. It's just, you know what yeah. you're getting with him. Um, yeah. 
But, but yeah, onto the other, onto his sidekick, who was who again was great these last two games. I will die actually, on this hill. I will die on this hill. <laughs> well, he not even just these two games, if I'm being fair to him, because he has been playing well for a while. Um, mm-hmm. and it's still and, like I'll, I'll, he's still been doing a few naughty tackles here and there and getting the odd stupid booking. Of course, it's Jack. Well, we expect nothing less. Of course. But, He's um, like getting a, ye- a yellow right before scoring. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know you're going to get that. But at the end of the day, he's a character that he he does go through these cycles. He goes through these cycles where he'll ha- he'll play really really good, and then something do will something happen, really and then everyone will just go for fuck's sake, Jack, <laughs> and lose their shit with him. And then he, really... it's almost like he has to work it all back again. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, 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 we say it, well, I say it, but we do say it every time we pod and we talk about it. And there's, there's clearly something there that the team and the manager see. Oh, for sure. Like, it, for sure. Every manager that's managed him's always started him. Yeah. Um, he's a bit of a mentalist, isn't he? But I love him for it. I think all the players, <laughs> I think all the players you can see respect him. Like all the players look to him and respect him. Um and put him he in high really, regards. Yeah, he had a really, really nice moment with the fans at the end of the game mm. with United. Like he really, he's pretty good for taking the time more recently anyway to go over. And I've noticed it's a real thing with the HLN boys. They always like to team. No, we have to go over to the yeah. travelling fans and stuff. But I know that was a really nice moment for Jack with the fans yesterday. And especially after the interview he gave, where he talked about wanting to repair that relationship mm-hmm. and things like that. And, you know, again, I've said it before, I say it again, you, you can't question his commitment to the club. He works so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, they sometimes do like training stats. Yeah. If you look at his training stats, like they're insane. Like his average, like not speed, he's not, he's not the quickest, but, you know, like no. his, his average mileage he puts in and, and work rate and stuff. So but then, we'll see. So we'll you see look how at... It goes in. Similar to what we were just saying about Ianeni, so you look at that midfield and you say, like next season, party's gonna be a star. Xhaka, did they sign a contract for Xhaka? I, I, I can't remember. I swear they did an extension or something. They, pro- but, they probably did. I didn't know, but, we, but then you I, got Ianeni and, yeah. and Lakonga. So it's kind of like you, you know you're gonna work Lakonga in, and he's not really there yet Xhaka would would they be looking at him and saying we need another body in there or would that probably come maybe January next year or something like that I don't know I don't know it's it's a tricky one but I I remember you saying a while ago on one of our pods that actually Jack had tried to do too many jobs and did them badly and actually having party and Elneny next to him allows him to focus on that one thing yeah. Things like his pass accuracy and his pass completion and inception, th- those stats have got so much better mm-hmm. since he's had that partnership yeah, yeah. with Party. And when he's not having to track back and pretend to be a left back and do this, mm. that, and the other, it, it yeah. works for him. So but that is it. I mean, even going, I, into I am going to, I'm going to Google if they've extended his contract. I, I, I honestly can't remember. Well, I feel like there was talks about it when. Mourinho I'll tell you, I wanted to keep him. Roma I know wanted that. to take him away and stuff, but I, for I twenty million, who do you yeah. not know? But but going, but exactly that. Like when he's got that one job to do, and Mikel's been doing that at the moment. He's been well, 
even before these games, he was playing on the left of almost like a diamond where he was just a bit further forward. And it was almost like, okay, partly you do your thing behind and I've got the freedom to now play the ball left or right or, you know, a bit of time or, yeah. Yeah. And it's benefited. Granit Xhaka, yeah, Granit Xhaka's confirmed he signed a new Arsenal contract. He's been linked with a move to Roma. This this came out in August last year. Mm. He opted to sign a new deal with the club until at least 2024 with the option for a further year. So, yeah, they did extend okay. him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did ex- so, which will take him till about the age of 30, I think, because he's sort of late 20s now, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that mm. that is kind of then the midfield like how we have been playing before party was injured i imagine is how generally the setup will, will take place will and stuff. but yeah. and he's hoping that liverpool don't come in with a big money deal for saka um but then nah, look, I, liverpool's team is aging they need a rebuild which is fine klopp's contract's up in 24 and he said he's not extending and it's going to take a year off so why would saka yeah. leave a project that's already started to join another project that hasn't started yet under God knows what manager. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't even want to entertain that thought. I, I was hearing similar things about <laughs> Mart- uh, Martinelli going there as well, and I was just like, uh, mm-hmm. no, nah, no, nah, I don't even want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't even want to. I love the way I love the way they they wheeled out uh, Dennis Burke and Thierry Henry yesterday to just like have a little quiet word. Yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah. stay. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see some of the pictures as well, man. That's- Lovely. Both of both of those guys this season have just they've been next level, right? Like especially Saka. Like some of the stuff. Sometimes when the ball goes out to him, and I'm and I'm just like, beat the guy or, or you know, pass it back. Like he does the right thing at the right time. It for someone of his age, that is just like. It's nuts. It's just and defense just can't get near him. So they're starting to get quite physical with him and just clatter him to the ground because yeah. they know they can't ball off of him and I'm worried that he's going to pick up a nasty injury soon yeah I mean every time he goes down it is kind of like oh my gosh like yeah, even even bit... in the United game it was there was a couple of times he went down I was just like oh man well he came off didn't he he, he came, came off, off he came yeah off. he came off injured which I don't know if they've said anything about at the moment I haven't but... seen any updates mm, yeah. it worries me was who've we got next West Ham isn't it so we got West Ham next and I think we're playing them at a decent time because between got, both the Frankfurt games, yeah. They got they got to focus on those games. Um so yeah, I'm I'm quietly optimistic about that. I know it's you know it's another is, is London, it at the derby. London Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Is it the London Stadium? Yeah, because yeah, I thought it might because we played in England already. Yeah. I don't want to curse it. I'm quietly optimistic about mm. it as well, I think. Yeah. But this is the thing, you You just never know, (laughs) because... David Moyes is working miracles at that club. I didn't think I would see, what is it, the semis they're in, West Ham are in a European semi-final in a season we didn't even qualify for Europe, so yeah, don't underestimate them. So am I right in saying if they, I mean, I don't even want to put this out into the universe, but if they win win that, they go into Champions Mm -hmm. League, the Champions League places go to still top four is and them in it or i don't know yeah fourth place might end up being a a playoff type deal a qualifier sorry which let's face it that's how we got most of our champions league football (laughs) so (laughs) playing like carrier bag or someone (laughs) um yeah i don't i don't even want to league isn't it 
it's the yeah. Europa League, not the Conference League. So I, I yeah, the winners of the Europa League do go into, go the, into Champions the Champions League. League. Yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I can't even. See, I, I, I don't want to even put it out into atmosphere because I know so many. Who's going to be in the FA Cup final? So in the FA Cup final is oh um, who was it? Because that's uh, like, Liverpool like, Chelsea, wasn't it? Liverpool Chelsea. Yeah. So actually, fourth place probably probably still will get the Champions League because one of them will get a Champions League place yeah. or a Europa League place by winning the FA Cup. Or something. De facto, I don't know. I, look, fourth is ours to lose at this point. It is, and this is I just, why. I just, I just don't want us to do a full Arsenal. Like I don't, I can cope with it. Well, I think we've been. Well, this is why I'm like quietly optimistic because each game that I look on paper and think, yeah, we should win that. We should win that. We've we've, we've not won. So and Spurs are being <laughs> yeah. Spursy as well, and they're Spurs are being very Spursy. They're equally um, um, messing up the running it, as well. So, well, they do have Liverpool to play the game before the London derby as well. So, I think they've, on paper, they've got a slightly tougher run into the end than we do. Yeah. And I think whoever wins the derby is going to take fourth. I think it's going to be the decider. Uh, I hate the thought of that. I absolutely hate the thought of. Is it a White Hart Lane? To, yeah. It comes down to us here, winning at White Hart Lane. That. Why not? We've done it before. <laughs> We've won the league there before. Yeah, we have. We have. Um, uh, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Wouldn't man. it be glorious knocking them out the Champions League spots on their home turf? Though? That would be. That would be. But I'd rather have it. I'd rather have a four point lead on them going into that. Yeah, game. I'd rather have them up to early as well. <laughs> I don't think if I I'm could take it. <laughs> I don't think I could take it. Um, I think, yeah, it, I think it is going to be us or Spurs for fourth. Hmm. Look, the, the reality is, is we're, we're going to be top six. We, we are going to play European football next season, I think, bar an absolute disaster and us losing every game for the rest of the season, which is yeah. a step up on last year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, going back to beginning of the season, I think <laughs> top six was where I thought we would finish. I don't know about yourself. Um, well, I thought we were going to be lucky to be in the top half of the table at one point. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you're I mean, no. after those first three games, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, oh, my lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, it's because they've put themselves in this position that gives us all hope that now it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, don't take this away. And please, please, we've been on an emotional roller coaster for years. Yeah. Let's have this one. But I feel um, like. I feel like the fans, because I did want to speak about the fans, because especially in the ground, because what has been evident lately is the backing of everyone. Like they're behind the manager, they're behind every player, they're singing from the first to the last. And they're not leaving early, they're not booing players off the pitch if they lose. But I think part of it is down to A, people missed football so much because of COVID. Yeah. They missed it so much. Yeah, yeah. And I also think this Arsenal team, even when they're losing, they don't look like they don't care. They still fight. They still look yeah. like they want to care. And I think that's what the fans have wanted for a really yeah, yeah. long time. I mean, I think I remember, uh, I think it was the Liverpool game. when I think, what was it, 4-0 in the end? Something You're crazy. Not talk about that. 
it no, wasn't but, a nice school like but that. the fans but the, but everyone stayed everyone was singing like they, the team was still trying to do something and because of it the fans were just like yeah we're backing we're supporting you like yeah. through this we know it it's a mess but we're gonna kick on and they're sticking with them which we haven't seen like there's always been this kind of like division or oh are you this I mean there's still like you go online there's still people saying Arteta out and all this nonsense but the the majority of people are down for the cause and and are like literally backing everything I I think a lot of fans have finally looked back and realized actually how long it took Wenger to build the team and the legacy he did and they Mm. I think they are now prepared to accept it might mean a few seasons without silverware but long term, if we're not on that horrible manager merry-go-round, like, yeah. I mean, up until last week, Sean Dyche was the Premier League's longest serving active manager. Wow. Yeah. You know? I mean. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think <laughs> tells you all you need to know. Yeah. And I think Arsenal have, have made a decision. I think they've tried to listen to the, the supporters and as a club made a decision that one of the classy things about the club and the legacy is the fact that, that we we aren't just about, well, we're losing, so let's get a new manager in. Mm. Um, and I think the f- most of the fans have finally clicked that this is a long-term project. There's there's a clear identity around the way we play now. Yeah, there's a certain sure. set of values the club have, and that's what's been missing for a while. And now the fans can go, this is our team, and this is what we're about, and this is how we play. Yeah. I think they feel a lot more invested in the long-term project. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I there's a lot of talk about Arteta being tapped up for the job at City when Pep goes, which he will eventually, you know. But I don't know. I, I think what he's doing is a really, really good thing. And I, I definitely don't want to end up with another manager a year or two down the line. But no. speaking of managers that year or two down the line, it does indicate with, with the way things are going that the issue wasn't with Unai Emery when he went. Look at how well he's doing at Villarreal. Uh, yeah, so so I have I have looked at some of their results, but I, I, I feel like with Emery, it was probably just not the right fit. I don't think it, I, I never no. thought he was a bad manager. Um, no, but it was just almost just like our games under him was so much of a lottery. It was almost like. You but, attack, we attack all the time. But was it him or was it some of the players that have now been moved on from the club? Well, yeah. And he definitely didn't have the backing and the reassurances that Arteta's had to get rid of so many players. And yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. any other manager has done something like what he's done, where he's literally just gone, nope, you're not right. Nope, you're not right. You need to go. You need to go. And yeah. terminated contracts knowing that it's going to leave us in the predicament if it all goes wrong. and Well, I I was having a discussion at work with a Man United supporter. Mm. Can't wait to see them at work tomorrow. That's going to be glorious. <laughs> <laughs> and when we let Aubameyang go, he's going, you lot are going to live to regret it. I went, no, a little bit like the Alexis Sanchez situation. Sometimes yeah. you have to cut, cut the saw, cut the, the poison yeah, for the yeah, greater yeah. good. And I'm I'm really sad about what happened with Aubameyang. I am like, he had a really good run with the club for a long time. You know, I thought he was a really good player, but he wasn't the same player for the last year or so. No. And when your sure. captain is is making disciplinary breaches, I'm sorry, Arteta made the right decision that no one is bigger than the club. 
And I turned around to the supporter and said, do you think Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardioli would put up with that kind of behaviour? And he went, yeah, but Arteta's not. Pep Guardioli went, he's not. But Guardioli didn't get to where he was by being a soft touch. He laid down the law early days. And yeah, it might put a few noses out of joint and some people might not like it. But he, Klopp, even Mourinho and Tuchel didn't get to where they are by putting up with players having like these diva-like tantrums and stuff. And I do like the fact that Arteta is not afraid to make a big call. And he will... If it had all gone wrong and we were near the bottom of the table again, he would probably be in the press holding his hands up going, my bad, I shouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very open and honest. But I, th- I think, yeah, the clearing out the dead with some big names went under him. Some big names some did go. influential and, players. And yeah. that Aubameyang one was a, a massive one because massive well, I think gamble. all of us were looking at it like, well, we've got Lacazette and Enkid here until the end of the season now. And, well... I think a lot of us are also hoping Martinelli might get a chance to play up front maybe as well. But either way, everyone on paper is looking at it like, where are we going to get our goals? Like, But at the end of the day, if you, if you know something within your camp ain't helping the, the rest of the players, then that's a massive You have to make to, that decision. To, but you yeah. have to make that decision. And it's almost like look, right looking at United, Ronaldo's their best player, but he also changes the way they need to play because if he doesn't run, like they're pressing yesterday, one of them, like if it was Bruno went, he would look to the right of him and Ronaldo's standing still. And it's kind of like they all need to do it or or they need to change their tactics. So by having yeah. him in the team, you have to then accommodate that. And, and it goes back to how we were playing towards the end of Urzu as well, where you're accommodating this player rather than playing the game you want to play yeah. and need to play to yeah. win the game. That they the, the, the style of football is a lot more fluid and they all just look a bit happier. And I yeah. don't mean that in a horrible way against the oh, Batman, no. but when you've got a man that's your marquee, well, not marquee signing, but your big player, your club catching on 350 grand a week, you have no choice but to set up around the way he plays and it just mm. wasn't working. No. It wasn't towards the end. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it, it was sad, but it was important. It was an important decision. It was a really big, very, very calculated call. Mm, no, for sure, but, for sure. But it, it does bring us to the big striker question of the summer, doesn't it? And who we sign and it, clubs it, knowing we're desperate for a good striker and popping the price up a bit. And yeah, it, it, especially it when does. we didn't get Flavich in the end. That one hurt. That one hurt. Yeah, I was did. buying into everything and I was just like... I, I, I was more, convinced he was coming. The more and more I was watching, I was just like, this guy needs to be in the team. But um, <laughs> but it wasn't meant to be, <laughs> clearly. There's some rumours doing the rounds that he, he regrets the decision to go to Juve now, doesn't he? Oh, really? Oh, well. I mean, the summer's going to be massive, though, in terms of getting that striker in because... Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think we need two, actually. I think it's likely Lacazette's going to go. I think we need two strikers. Yeah. I, I was looking at it and I was thinking, well, it, I don't think they're going to offer Eddie and Ketty a new contract. And Balogun's going to come back off loan. He's done... I've, I've seen clips where he's scored goals and he's he's been a bit pivotal in some of the things they're doing, but I still don't... I'm not convinced he's ready to step in and be the main striker. So then it's almost like what's happening with Pepe as well we need we need to sort out our our striking options um yeah yeah i i feel for pepe but i think the club have accepted they're not going to get all their money back on him yeah 
Um, I, th- I yeah. think. Um, are, are they going to give Martinelli a run up top? Don't know. I would love to see it, but I'd um, try it. Yeah, try it. I would love to see it, but then I would. I, I also thought for a while that Pepe could maybe play up top, but we haven't seen that. So no, no, no. What is interesting with with Pepe is is Arteta still mentions him and brings him up in press conferences. Like he wants him to still be switched on and part of part of the fold if we need him, but. At the moment, like especially his last game, I can see why he's not playing because he's just, you don't know what he's going to do when he's going to lose that ball. It always seems like in the, what, the worst position to lose a ball. <laughs> and then we get a counter. And, the other team and gets look at the way Saka's playing. He's not going to start ahead of Saka no. at the moment, is he? No. Um, yeah, it's, it's a shame because there are moments when you see flashes of the player that Pepe was in Ligue 1 and that mm. you see flashes of moments where you go, oh, that's why they paid that money for him. But a little bit like Nketiah, it's just not been consistent enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Nketiah has had a brilliant week, but then, you know, playing him against, was it against Burr or Forrest or just against the teams he should be banging the goals in and, yeah, yeah. and he's just he's not doing a deal. missing do. sitters, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But, so it's, but it'll what- be interesting. What Who do you want to see doing? up front next year? Up front? Oh, see, I don't even know if I want to do this again because the last time... <laughs> last time it was Doosan and it all went wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would I would love to see Xiao Felix. If we if we could if we could push the boat out and, and spend because he's even though he hasn't he probably hasn't had the greatest of seasons for Atletico, but he's still gonna cost a lot of money. But what he does, his energy, his touch, his hold-up play, his finishing, he's like one-touch finishing. I would love to see someone like him come in. I know mm. it's a bit left field, but I he's one, of the players, he's one of the players that I do like to watch, even when like they're playing some terrible, suffering, all-defence football. He just still manages to stand out, I think. I think the club really pissed Simeone off in the way they went about activating Partey's release clause yeah. via La Liga. So I don't, I'm not sure they will get out our mitts and shots. Who, who, who would be your who would Alexander Isaacs? Really? Good young striker. He's played with Erdegaard before as well. So there's that link up there. I think yeah. now, now Dusan's a no no for me. I'd be for Isaacs. I think he's It'd be good. Again, I don't think he, he's not had the best of seasons this year, has he? Um, no, no. Uh, but, but you know, the, the big, yeah. Also, Henri, Henri didn't you're... have a great season before he came to the club. So, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> um, what about, though, we all know everyone's talking about Gabriel Jesus. He's a lot younger than I thought he was. And I forget he's yeah. just been around a really long time. See, I found that out yesterday as well. I was like, oh, you are still quite young. but um, He's like 25 or something. Yeah. 26. I would. <laughs> I can't even he be knows a Arteta. snob and say no way. Arteta knows him. Mm. And I can see him like, fitting into the way we play. His 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 goals yesterday. I mean, the way he outran the defender like straight after half time. I was just like, he ain't gonna get that ball, and he got the ball, <laughs> got the penalty. I was just <laughs> like, this guy's <is> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do we need any more crazy people on our team? Though? Like we've already got Tavares <laughs> and Jack, and we've got enough nutters in there. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be interesting search. I, what I think is gonna be more interesting than who we get in is can. 
us as fans allow them to get the person they want in? Because <laughs> you know, come the summer, we're all going to go nuts. Oh no, it needs to be this guy. Oh no, he's rubbish. It needs to be this guy. Whereas you look at their last summer transfer window, we always doing that about half yeah, of the players. Yeah, the, the backlash about Ramsdale and White. And, and, and yeah, they really the came backlash good. at everyone that was coming in. Tommy Yasu, they were like, oh, he's not even a proper left back. He's a centre back move to right. I mean, he's not a right, right back. All, like, are we as fans going to allow them to get their targets without I, <laughs> losing our I shit? Think <laughs> considering, I think considering Edu and Arteta have proven their point, I think they might get a little bit more leeway this summer. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, another name being bandied about, though, I worry about what the price tag would be because of the whole homegrown thing is Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, see, again, uh, see, and that's a name that will trigger me. I'm, uh, there was a point where I was like, <laughs> there was a point where I was like, yeah, I like him. That was probably about a season and a half, maybe two seasons ago. But now I'm just like, just, I don't know if he... If he's right. done He's done a lot of, he's done a little bit of a Wilshire in a Walcott and he's just, sort of plateaued now isn't he and I don't know if that's down to the situation at Everton because frankly that club's in mm. it's a mess yeah yeah I, I'm looking at the way this team are playing and I feel like Gabriel Jesus would, would fit better into the setup because mm. someone asked I me the other so. day when they went what would you do if Harry Kane signed I was like first of all throw my telly out the window <laughs> like. <laughs> um, but go. also and no, no, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, a really, really solid striker, but I don't think the way he plays works for our setup. And it, it goes back to that Ozil, that Aubameyang, that whole setting the team yeah, up yeah. around one player. No, not no, here for it, sorry. No, it wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't work. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the summer brings. But um, before... Mm, watch, but, they'll, they'll get like mm, some 16-year-old from Ligue 2 or something and we'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's... I think they probably got two lists and one of them is if we get top four and the other is if we don't. And it mm-hmm. just shows how how important these next, what, five games are for us because yep. it's going to make or break the next phase of this project, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's, you know, the, the lure of European football is a lot. The money that comes with qualifying for it is a lot. The need to have a deeper squad as well. It, yeah. If we secure top four or even top six, it won't just be about getting a new striker. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it'll literally mean, I mean, you got to look at it. You get in there, you got to stay in it. Like, it begins again. Like, you have to re... You have to restructure and freshen things up and make sure that you're ready to go again. Go again and get that part, top part of the reason City and Liverpool have been so successful is they essentially have two starting 11s that they can deploy at any mm. point. Arsenal have yeah. about one and a third. Yeah, yeah. There needs to almost be two starting. But then that, 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 the lure of it being in the cups and in Europe again might give you El Nenis a reason to stay. No yeah. potential game time. Well, I think that's why a lot of them were probably feeling more hard done by than others. Like even when Arteta is talking about he's been a bit harsh on Nketiah. I think it, a large part of that is because we don't have the minutes to experiment Give. with. Yeah, it's almost like it's I so, need someone. And it's so vital that we qualify for Europe at this point that it, you have no, you can't give the kids a run out no, like you can no. when you're in the League Cup and everything, you know? Um so 
it'd be interesting. And obviously, we've got a few players on loan, and whether they're going to come back or we're going to sell them on and stuff, like, yeah. you know, we've got it's, 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 Ter- it's Terrera, who's having the time of his life at Fiorentina. He's yeah. loving it. They love him. I think they're going to buy him. There's rumours that they're going to make him club captain. Like, he, mm. he was never quite fit enough for the Premier League. You know, you've got Gwendouzi, and there's question marks over Saliba. There's yeah. Then, 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 yeah, there's Maitland-Niles. Just trying to think, did we... We look, we sold. What did we do with Watts's chops? Reese Nelson. <laughs> Reese Nelson. <laughs> uh, Reese. Did we like sell him or loan him? I think he's still a Arsenal player. But again, I think he's on loan. Like, I completely forgot about him. Like, he's one player that has just not been on my radar at all. And he's like, there's so much that they're going to have to still make a decision on. Um, even the ones that are playing for us, if you if you factor in Eddie, El Nene, um, like there's Laka. still players whose contracts, yeah. So it's going to be a massive summer. Um, a lot is going to depend on these next few games for sure. Um, I'm just yeah. Hopefully we can just kick it off with West Ham and who, who Spurs got next weekend? I feel like they've got. Is it Leicester or something like that? I feel like they got they've a got, team that they could slip up on. Yeah, they've on got paper. the... Um, hang on. Um, I can't believe I'm about to Google Tottenham fixtures. <laughs> uh, they have got Leicester. Yeah. Then they've got Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. Then yeah. they've got us. Mm. Then they got Burnley and then they got Norwich. Now... Norwich won't have much to play for. Burnley might still have something to play for. But those next three feel... games, I'm hoping those next two before us, there's a banana we've, skin in there. We've got West Ham. Mm. Then we've got Leeds, which could go either way. They're not playing too badly under that um, Jesse thingy. Um, yeah. Tottenham, Newcastle are safe now, so I don't foresee yeah. them causing us too many problems. And then Everton, who, depending on how their next few games go, could be... Yeah, the future the good could fight, already it be were. decided though by that time. So mm. hopefully, anyway, don't want to play. <laughs> Arsenal beating Everton four 0 in the last game of the season will always, <laughs> always, always, always sit with me as long as I live. So last game's a home game as well, isn't it? We're, we're yes, playing at Everton yes, home. yeah, yeah. We've our last few seasons we've been away at the end of the season, haven't we? Yeah. So that that's, that's a nice. That should be good. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I feel like Tottenham could potentially be absolutely exhausted by the time they get to the derby or if they've had a couple of losses it being the derby could fire them up i just don't know why yeah well yeah there's no way of calling it there's absolutely no way so yeah we're just gonna have to see he's gonna have to see what happens but yeah i mean we've got a week when when do we play west ham it's on I think it's next, weekend. It's next weekend yeah yeah we've got a oh. week to enjoy these these last couple of fixtures still. I'm I'm going into work tomorrow, buzzing, <laughs> absolutely buzzing. <laughs> me too, me too. Um, definitely. After after um United lost to Liverpool, I was winding some of them up. They're like, yeah, we'll see if you're still smiling next weekend. Guess what? I am. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens, but um, yeah, I think we should probably leave it there what do you think and then yeah. um catch, catch looking up soon looking forward to the next weekend definitely yeah, for sure 
Well, cheers. Thanks a lot, guys. And yeah, we'll see you again soon. And hopefully we'll still be singing and winning. That's it. <laughs>